This episode is brought to you by Monkey Blood Design and Publishing. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Imagine, create, play. Monkey Blood Design and Publishing is a publisher of products for role-playing games from the theater of the mind glory days of the 70s and 80s to the in-depth rule systems of modern gaming. Monkey Blood Design and Publishing is also the home of the Gold Any Award-winning The Midderland setting and its creator, Glenn Seal. Monkey Blood ships quality gaming products around the world from their UK web store, but you can also find their products on DriveThruRPG, Itch.io, and Redbubble. Not only do they offer high-quality gaming material, but if you need a piece of cartography, art, writing, or layout for your own project, Monkey Blood Design and Publishing can offer freelance services to help bring your own project to creation. So, if you want to buy some great RPG products or get help bringing your own to fruition, head on over to monkeyblooddesign.co.uk and get in touch. Let Monkey Blood Design and Publishing help you to imagine, create, and play. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Hey, I wanted to talk about table skill checks and combining stuff. What? Let, let me explain. There are some games that do things better than others, so why not put them together? What I mean is why not take things you like out of one game, put them with another thing you like in another game, and all of a sudden you come up with a new game. Now, this is not a new thing. I'm not doing anything, you know, this is a revelation. I just don't understand why. See, most of the people who are playing whatever the whatever the new and shiny is right now don't think about these things. This is, this is kind of old school think because a lot of us have done it. This is what's called house rules. This is, makes up a good chunk of the house rules because I was watching a video on YouTube about skill checks and charts and how different different games do it. He was mostly, I can't remember the gentleman's name, but it was mostly dealt with white box and the variants thereof. And I thought, well, why can't I just take this Fantastic Heroes and Witchery, which I'm using right now to run a campaign, and just look through it and find out what works and what doesn't. I mean, it's made that way. Yeah, it's a toolbox. It's made that way. But why can't I just plug in stuff from other game systems? So for instance, Thief Skills. There's always some kind of controversy over Thief Skills. Whether you use... Uh, this system uses... Uh, like a white box uses 1 to 2, 1 and 1, D6 for everything. This one uses percentile for everything. This one uses a D20 for everything, etc., 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 etc. Well, find the one that works and use it. Now, this is mainly for the, the, the newbies out there, but sometimes people need to hear this again. So, there's, there's nothing wrong with taking a main rule book and then just like... I mean, this is, this is the right... This is the right age to do this because we have the internet and we have computers and we have printers and we have things like that. So you could take a binder and make your own this is what I want to use game and put all the charts that you want to use in there, uh, print them out from PDF and paste them in there. I mean, do that all the time in my prep. I mean, putting maps and stuff, pasting it in there, whatever. 
Now this seems all kind of simplistic, but it did it did make me wonder why people don't do this more. I mean, I see all these 5e and, and later games where they're just trying to do rules as written or, you know, buy the book. And yes, some people make tweaks and things that they're more comfortable with and things they think don't work for them. But I don't see them wholesale looking at other games and saying, let's use this, let's use that. I use stuff in my game all the time. Blades in the Dark, I've ta- I, I, I really didn't care for the, for the, for the game. But I thought the game, some of the game's mechanics were great. So I took things like the flashback system and things like that, and I just used them. And I, I, that, that kind of thing, if flashback is, I can remember that. But it's like the clocks where you're ticking off parts of a, parts of a clock to find out when something's going to happen. That's great. I used that, that before that, but you know, I use that because of my ra- I use a radio clock, but that's okay. It's the same thing. I use it, to pl- I use it all the way to plan out my, my, my games and things like that. But there, there is nothing wrong with taking bits and pieces from other games and just plunking them down at the game if you can make them work. Not, not everything's going to mesh, but you can make them work and make your own, make your own GM book of that. You know, it doesn't even have to be a, a big, big old binder. It can be something like a, a smaller journal or something like that, or a dot journal, dot journal or something like that. And you can take and you know take some take a glue stick and you know print the stuff out, cut it, and just paste it in there. And there is your your tool toolbox with the rule system. Now this all seems like I said kind of simplistic, but I felt I needed to say it needed to be said again. Guys, new guys, it's okay to cut and paste. It's okay to come up with some Frankenstein system of your own. As long as it works, what you have to have is a base rule system to base it on. And then just go from there. I'll I'll discuss more of that in a later episode. Anyway, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar@gmail.com. Or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month. You too can help support this program. And thank you very much. We have a single donation option. My Kofi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognarn. Thank you if you do that. Let me thank these people. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan, Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John, Allen, Aaron, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you guys for everything you do for me. There are some great podcasts out there besides this one, too. There's Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard Podcast. Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert Podcast. Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast. Daniel Norton's Bandits Keep Podcast. Randy and Joan, The Biggest Geekest Podcast. My big friend, John, uh, big old John Allen Large from The Red Dice Diaries. And my friend, Eric Tinker's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.